morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Mondays with Mike and Mary. I'm Mike. And I'm Mary. Hi, everyone. And that's why we call it Mondays with Mike and Mary. Our favorite podcast, yes. Our only podcast. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs> this is our chance to reflect back for you on some of the highlights of our most recent week's worth of coaching calls, picking a parade of techniques and an Ask the Experts that we hope will be particularly, what's the word, instructive, useful, helpful. Inspirational. That too, yeah. That's right. I go first. All right. I had a great parade I wanted to share with everybody, and it's this simple. Look at your numbers. We're toward the end of a semester, right? Yes. This is the time when you're thinking of renewing, maybe investing in the listing presentation workshop, but it's also the time to look at your numbers over time. Like ratios? Maybe the whole year. Okay. If you've been with us since January, because the numbers give us the ratios, and the ratios tell us where to troubleshoot, where our strengths are, where our weaknesses are, what to do more of, what to shore up, right? Yeah, what's working and what's not. Where should I spend my money? Yes. Where should I not? And I've had a couple of people who have been very diligent in having conversations, but not so effective in making those conversations pay off with leads, appointments, and listings. Is it sort of like, Michael, I did my assignments. How yeah. come I don't have listings? I did the conversations. Yeah, and here's, there's good news and better news. Okay. Yeah, the good news is you're willing to make the dials and have the conversations. Yep. The better news is there's a way to fix what you're saying. You know, we are not your coaches one out of 168 hours a week. We're your coaches 24-7, 365. We're always available to you. Take advantage of this, this relationship. I'm having a couple people this week record their phone conversations. All I have to hear is their side of it. You don't even, I mean, there's apps where you can record right from your phone. But just record what you're saying so I can hear voice inflection. I can hear timing. I can hear pitch, stress, juncture, all the linguistic things that make up for effectiveness on the phone and direct. How long have you and I been asking our students to record themselves and send us the recording so we can help troubleshoot? You know, I got to say, even if you didn't send it to anybody, but you heard it yourself, you might self-help. Well, that is Floyd's uh, foolproof way to fix yourself is, yeah. is record and listen and record and listen and record and, and listen. And there's more than just all of that technical stuff. There's also yeah. like, do you know the dialogue? Exactly. Are you talking too much and not listening enough? So sometimes yeah. it's not, you can have everything right except for that. So my parade is look at your numbers Take advantage of, of the fact that you have a coach to help you troubleshoot those numbers. And what's your parade this week, Mary? Well, I can't wait to share it with you. Um, I've had a number of students actually do what we asked them to do. Alert the media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we've been saying uh, since, I don't know, Thanksgiving, figure out when you're going to work between now and the end of the year. Yeah. Figure out when you're not going to work and take time off without guilt. So one of our students this week said, okay, how many days are you going to work between now and the end of the year? Everybody, let's go around the circle and report our number. <laughs> oh, I love that. And someone else along those same lines said this, I made a commitment to continue to work 
during this season. However, the way I'm doing it is different. So I'm getting into the office between 7.30 and 8 every morning, yeah. and I am leaving at 3. I have a daughter who's home from college, and I'm going to spend time with my daughter. I'm going to hang out. I'm going to Christmas shop. I'm going to decorate with no guilt, and I'm going to do my work each day. So that beginning time and ending time and setting that up in advance helps me to be more efficient. Pretty great parade of techniques, eh? That's blocking out start time and end time. Yeah. Outstanding. Well, how about Ask the Experts? Got one? Yes. All right. Let's hear yours. Um, just in, in, invested in a uh, expired and for sale by owner and uh, information provider. Okay. Like the names and numbers so that we can contact yeah. them? Okay. And, and there's, you know, four or five of them out there. Oh, yeah. And they all are good. Some are better than others. Uh, but the question was... What do I do with these expireds? How do I get myself back into the game? Because my book of business is the foundation, but I want to expand my business a little bit next year. And I know. I'm clapping. Yeah. That, <laughs> that expireds are the low hanging fruit, especially at the end of the year. January 1, you should be like banging those expireds like crazy. So the question was what do I do? How do I get in touch with the people? What do I say? What do I send them? And great stuff. And first, the first answer was, uh, don't be afraid to go back in time. Because people, I know people going on expired presentations from 10 years ago. That's right. They've kept in touch. Now, not every week. You know, once you get past six months or so, you maybe you go to once a month or once a quarter. But, you know, those people who tried to sell a few years back, and couldn't maybe have the equity to do it now. Right. So don't be afraid to go back in time. And that was number one. Uh, number two was learn how to upload your database to an auto dialer. Ooh. Because auto dialers save time and get you more conversations in the same amount of time with a whole lot less work. And you won't get... Uh, Hurt your dialing finger. Well, <laughs> dialing is sort of a misnomer, my dear. Yeah, do do push buttons. <laughs> yeah, and then the next point was mail, call, see. Oh, who invented that? Instant message, <laughs> text, vary your approach. There's lots of different ways that you can get a message to somebody if you have their phone, if you have their facebook connection if you can im them you know so vary your your method of delivery in the approaches and uh then the next idea which i love was jason mraz i won't give up on us consistency is the key it really is uh, don't give up on continuing to contact them despite their indifference despite the cold shoulder that you might be feeling, uh, despite their lack of response. Because sometimes they're licking their wounds. Sometimes they're still a little bit irritated with the real estate community, and they're, they're painting everybody with that broad brush. So continue to contact them. Prove to them that you're different, that you're willing to follow up. And sometimes that's what opens the door for you, is that proving that you're different. And... Then here's a variety of approaches that came up. Sweet. Uh, take the multiple listing sheet of their listing and circle it in red, a whole bunch of categories, and mail it to them with a, a note that says, 
I know why your house didn't sell. Mm -hmm. Call me mm -hmm. and you'll get callbacks on that. Uh, you know, lots of, uh, some of our folks have figured out a way to uh, mail something with a photo of their house on the outside of the envelope. Print a photo of their house, on, you know, and that gets their attention. Different. Yeah. Don't forget to use the marketability checklist. You know, it'll help you pinpoint exactly why your house didn't sell. So if you decide to sell again, you don't repeat the same mistake twice. That's a wonderful little dialogue with fear of loss in there. You know, if I could show you exactly why your home didn't sell and you do decide to come on the market again, at least you'll know how to avoid repeating the same mistake. Would something like that be of interest to you? Absolutely. Would you be willing to take a look at it? And also the sister of the marketability checklist, the comparison shopping analysis, you know, maybe it was the marketing plan that were, you were using wasn't as effective as it could have been. Here's our marketing plan in comparison to some of our major competitors. Now, always include the company they were listed with in your list of the competitors. And what's the rule of thumb when doing a comparison shopping analysis? Your company should win. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, you did it wrong. Yeah. Um, then there's all the guaranteed sale. You know, we've been touting that for years. I'll, I guarantee I'll sell your home in X number of days, and if I can't, I'll sell it for free. Or I guarantee I will sell your home in X number of days, or you can fire me. Or I guarantee I will sell your home in X number of days, or I will buy it. All those guarantees work to get people's attention and open the door. And if there's any fear <clears throat> our listeners are um, experiencing then get on our Facebook page and contact some of our past grads because they're using that and they know how to set your mind at ease so that you're not, if this is not trickery. All right? Yeah. Please continue. And don't forget that wonderful hot button, the trends analysis. Oh, yes. You know, you can show them a, a handful of market facts last year, this year, and show them by waiting around and not coming back on the market, you might be costing yourself a small fortune. You know, where's the inventory this year as compared to last? Right now it's up. Right. Over last year. Where's interest rates over last year? Right now they're oh, up. up. Uh-huh. Where are price reductions? They're up for the first time in quite a while, right? And where are sales? In some cases, they're down. In some cases, prices are down. You know, if you can say the trend is the longer you wait, the more the chances are that your price might go down. That could stimulate some of them to think about selling back now. There's another approach called the menu of commissions approach. You know, if, if net is your concern, I have a menu of commissions based on the marketing services you want and the timing of the sale that could get a response. There's the easy exit clause. I always offer my clients an easy exit. There's nothing worse than feeling trapped in a contract for six months with somebody who is not delivering the service that they promised. And I think the king of all of them is my commitment to world-class service. You know, what does world-class service look like? What does it sound like? You know, that's a dozen different approaches that you can use to get in the door on an expired. And once you get in the door, that's half the battle. Getting them to the kitchen table and then sitting them down, opening up your book, 
taking out your list of questions and showing people that you care about what they care about. Because caring about what they care about is what caring about is, is all, all about. about, right? Wow, I think someone might have to rewind and listen to this podcast a second or third time because that was rapid fire. Is it time for me to show you my Ask the Expert Please. question? All right. I'm combining two because, you know, we are in a changing market and listings are staying on the market a little bit longer. And I think there are some sellers, which really means there are some agents that are sort of freaked out when they don't have four or five or eight competing offers within the, within the first week. They're not over that yet. Well, you mean the good old days? Well, yeah, like last August yeah. or something, right? Okay, so anyway, the, the combining then is one of, of the Ask the Experts was about an impatient seller. So this seller has been on the market for two weeks. Okay, go ahead and laugh because this is an impatient seller. Uh -huh. Okay, two weeks on the market, has had two showings, and has re reduced the price twice by 5% each time. Okay, now what do I do? Well, you know, uh, uh, and, then, and then that Ask the Experts question, I'm sort of combining with the, the Ask the Experts question of, you know, I, I'm going to turn this listing down. I went on a listing appointment and they want too much and the condition is like terrible. And so I, I laid out the facts. They don't want to pay money to sell it. They don't have the money to fix it up. Um, and I, I just left without it and now I'm waiting to hear from them. But I'm, I'm expecting that when they tell me, okay, we're going to list with you, I'm going to turn them down. Maybe I didn't hear you correctly. You said, I'm waiting to hear from them? Yeah. Oh, boy, I bet I can tell what you're going to say. Yeah, you know what I'm <laughs> going to say. And put those two things together. And what it does, I think, is push us to become stronger at our listing presentations, at pricing in our listing presentation. You can do everything right and mess up the pricing and end up leaving with this same confusing conclusion. Well, how did you leave it with the seller? Well, they're going to let me know. Wait a minute. <laughs> why, is, why are they letting you know? So I would like to just inspire everyone who's listening to decide that being able to price your property correctly at the appointment, during the appointment, getting the decision at the appointment is your 2019 go-to decision. Your, what should we say, your commitment to your skill level in 2019. So I just kind of broke that into steps. Step one, master dialogue, would you? I mean, like you don't have to invent New stuff because Floyd's got the, I think, the best ever dialogue invented for pricing. And by the way, he doesn't pay me extra to say this. He doesn't even know at this moment that I'm saying this. I believe this to my core. Because you used it in the field as an agent. Well, you taught it to your agents. It still works. Yeah. Like somebody used it yesterday and it worked. <laughs> it is yep. the way you present pricing. So decide that you're going to master pricing. Step two is. Let them decide what they want to do. Like once you lay out the relationship between price and time, then it's really up to the seller to say, okay, here's what I'm deciding to do. And they get to decide. You don't have to talk them into it, trick them into it, force them into it. It's up to them then. And you get to show them the effect of their decision. Well, yeah. And then step three, you get to decide. 
Like once they decide what they want to do, okay, we're going to overprice it and we'll wait for four years. <laughs> then it's your decision. Do I want to take that listing or do I want to walk out here and say, thank you very much, but I am not interested in taking that listing. That is completely up to us. And if they're willing to do a series of built-in price reductions, this is when you decide that those are the circumstances under which you will take the listing. And then finally, leave with a plan. So when you leave that listing appointment, you know what the next step is. They know what the next step is. Maybe it involves you standing up and saying, thank you very much. I have so enjoyed the coffee and I love your dog. Oh, this has been just such a lovely afternoon. So you let me know when you are ready to price it at retail value. And boy, I'll be Johnny on the spot, ready to help you out. So come up with a plan. And by the way, you mentioned it already, but I just want to say if all of that was way too confusing, too deep, too, oh my gosh, how could I ever do that? You need to get your butt to our listing presentation workshop. It's going to be in San Diego, January 25th, starting at 1.30 in the afternoon. We're done on Sunday the 27th at 4.30 in the afternoon, and we will show you how to do that. But to all of those that, of, of you that already know how to do that and just have maybe slacked off, forgotten, gotten lazy listen to the podcast again yeah if i could editorialize for just a second oh okay you know what are we saying to ourselves on the way over i'm not going over to see if i can get it i'm going, I'm going over, over there to see, see if, if i, I even want, it. want it right and we forget <laughs> that by the time we get down to the end and the close we've forgotten that our whole perspective was to see if we want it so maintain that perspective throughout your listing presentation i think that'll help as well. And if we do what you suggested at the beginning of the appointment, and that is raise our skill level at scheduling the darn thing to begin with, yeah. then we can pick and choose. Mm -hmm. So I have one more thing I'd like to ask this season because we're in renewal time, right? Right. And that's this. I know that each of you who are listening to this podcast knows somebody who's struggling, who needs the R squared experience needs to be coached please pass these podcasts on to them get them to our website so they listen to the r squared story get them to commit to at least six months next year to stay on task to stay focused on their numbers to learn how to track and report their numbers to learn how to interact with a board of directors and get fresh ideas every week and get solutions to their problems and obstacles and challenges and by the way help each other and 59010 partners and the list is endless of what you get but please if you know somebody and i know you do really encourage them to get involved in coaching next year not gonna hurt them that's for sure right hey have a wonderful week what days are you gonna work between now and the end of the year Thank you.